Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the WLG Discussion Lab podcast, a platform initiated by Wailing Gallery, where we share insights and hold conversations surrounding contemporary art. Hi everyone, my name is Amanda, and today we'll be talking about collecting artworks. So when Wailing Galleries first launched this podcast in March this year, we started off with an episode on collecting in which we shared 10 questions to ask a gallery if you want to start collecting. We were inspired to cover this particular theme as we often encounter visitors who are new to collecting and need a bit of guidance and insights on which factors to consider to collect their first artwork. And so we thought it would be even more exciting for all of you who would like to start collecting to hear directly from those who have collected artworks before. Today, I'm very happy to invite one of our gallery friends and collectors, Mr. Akram, who we met for the first time early this year at the gallery, to share with us a little bit about his collecting journey. Hi, Mr. Akram. Thank you for accepting our invitation. Hi, you're welcome, Amanda. So Mr. Akram came from an architecture background and has always had an interest in arts. Mr. Akram, would you mind sharing with us your first experience in collecting an artwork? Yeah, sure. I, I don't mind sharing at all. Uh, but, you know, when you first uh, first experience, you, you're talking about first experience, it would be uh, when you're a lot younger, in my case, a lot younger <laughs> than where <laughs> I am now. So usually those days, uh, I think it starts with uh, traveling, mm. uh, uh, those sort of work or some uh, buying some artworks from your friends who are artists. Yeah. So, yeah. So I, I do uh, start with that, actually. Being an architecture student, I was lucky enough to, to uh, met a few uh, quite talented people. So I do uh, have a few of their uh, artworks uh, from the beginning. Also, uh, when we go travel, then, then we start collecting some uh, you know, pieces. To pieces like, of art, uh, yeah. Pieces of art, sculptures, mm-hmm. or porcelains mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So, which I still uh, uh, define it as, as a work of art. Well, I do believe that we all have different stories of how we fell in love with art for the first time. And it's great to know that yours initially came from your friendship, from the artworks that your friends created. So, could you tell us more about it? Yeah, yeah, it started with that. I think funny enough because uh, uh, some of the pieces that I started with are uh, given to me. Okay? Yeah. Because uh, sometimes uh, we do sketches and some, some of them exper- experiment with landscape and uh, painting techniques, mm-hmm. which I, I found really interesting and, and also it helps me with my work. Uh, uh, so I, based on uh, interest that that then they gave me some pieces to to keep, and it started with that. And I still have a few of them uh, with me still t- until today. Uh, you know, it does mean something. Of course, of course. Yeah. yeah. So uh, it starts with you know like, like when you as an 
uh, architecture student, you're, you're always interested in lines and techniques, mm -hmm. sketching techniques or watercolor techniques and stuff like that. So, so you play around with it and yeah. uh, create very good work of art. And, and some, some of them are really, really talented. And some mm -hmm. of them, I'm sure, could be a more successful painter than architect in, uh, based on their hobby. Uh, my collection initially are things that, that really uh, kind of speak to me. Like, like I'm quite mm -hmm. amazed with some of their technical capability and, and the story mm -hmm. behind those uh, paintings. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, so that's the one that, that really make me uh, how do you say this? collect the, the work of our or keep it mm. under yep. yeah and i'm sure at the end of the day i mean if you still keep the paintings or the artworks mm. until today when you look at them you don't only uh, think about the reasoning behind uh, these works of arts uh, the meanings behind them but also let's say your friendship with this particular person or um, the city you visited during your travels and where you bought exactly. the work from yes. and so forth. So you, it does have that's, a personal memory or connection it, to you, right? <laughs> it, it, that, that's the whole point of collecting art, isn't it? Like yeah. the, the memory that it brings, the story that, that, that this piece bring that to extends you, like, meaning. Yeah, yeah that extends meaning. Like, like for example, the, I recently acquired one piece from you, isn't it? Yeah, 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 that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, we'll talk about it later because the, 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 the memories that that kind of piece brought back is like a gush of uh, really, really nice. Oh, that's so, interesting. Yeah, yes. I, in fact, let's get into that now if you'd like to. I mean, <laughs> how did you came across the gallery for the first time? I remember it was Hamidi Hadi's show, a really beautiful solo exhibition by him early this year when you first walked into Wailing Contemporary. So were you at that time expecting to collect a work of art? Were you just looking around? Can you tell us a bit more about the visit? <laughs> Let me start. I think Wailing, the name Wailing Gallery is quite famous uh, in, in KL uh, for, for those who do gallery hopping. Uh, so I've heard the name Wailing from a long time ago. I've been, you know, on weekends, I like to go to galleries sometimes just to have a look around. Mm -hmm. uh, on the specific day of meeting you for mm -hmm. Hamidi Hadi's work, I think I found out about the... Oh, I think uh, through my uh, going to Wailing Galleries over the years, I, I do become one of your... Yeah, one of our gallery friends, basically. <laughs> I, I became one of your gallery friends. So you always send to me uh, interesting exhibitions and whatnot. <laughs> so yeah, and Hamidi Hadi's work, was quite impressive and it aligned uh, with my new project because I'm looking for some art pieces to decorate the wall. Hence, I went to the gallery to meet you actually on that day. And yeah, you being super friendly and genuine, <laughs> then, then the, <laughs> the relationship start, I think, blossoming yeah. and stuff. Of course, blossoming is the word. Yeah. yeah. Yes, it, it is. Yes, you're very genuine yeah. and you're very good. 
Well, well, that's that's the thing with uh, again uh, going back to the thing with friendship, right? I, I think a lot yeah. of um, collecting stories do begin with that, um, and yeah, instead of um, just focusing on your relationship with the artwork, it's also the person um, who you Correct. experience the exhibition with, or um, uh, your relationship with, let's say, the gallerist or the artist itself. So. Yeah. The gallery yeah. plays a, a very, very human role, thing, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, it's a very human thing because you have to feel comfortable with the seller as mm-hmm. well because the, the gallery is basically the agent, uh, you know, mm-hmm. connecting the artists and the, the, the users, isn't it? So yeah, you so true. so if an agent is really good. Uh, and have a good relationship with the customer, then, then the customer feel a lot more comfortable buying arts, mm-hmm. trusting them and stuff, and, and have a very good relationship. Yeah. You know, and, and whaling is, is one of those, I have to say, like, you're mm-hmm. not, you know, like, not uh, overselling or whatever. It's just a very genuine interest in art pieces, I feel. And since you brought up the fact that your intention of visiting was really to look for art, apart from what we discussed just now, you know, your relationship with the gallery, how comfortable you are with the person who is assisting you, what other factors do you consider when buying a piece of art? Is it the appearance of the work, the meanings behind them, maybe the budget? What are your factors? Okay, I mean... All of the above. <laughs> all of the above. All of the things I said, of course. I just, I just uh, gave you the answers. <laughs> you, you just gave me the answers. Uh, I think, uh, okay, as for me, uh, being, uh, you know, uh, I do uh, project management, property developer and stuff like that because I have a few uh, houses and stuff. So it depends on the project as uh, the guiding factor for my art collection. For example, uh, I have one unit that I uh, do in KL Central that I turn into this uh, Japanese manga Mm. inspired apartment. So all of the arts are are like uh, digital uh, 3D paintings of of all these manga characters. That was quite interesting. (laughs) That was a very interesting project for me. Uh, I'm quite uh, interested in in artists that kind of look at things uh, outside of the box Mm -hmm. uh, in in a way. So, and also uh, uh, those who just starting Okay. You know, like, yes, because I do uh, follow some art initiative and whatnot, trying to uh, help out the new artists. And mm-hmm. some of them come up with really, really interesting art pieces. So I mm-hmm. think my criteria would be uh, my love of their work. Okay, okay. If, if, if I can connect to their work and uh, they... Uh, excite my senses then then of course I'll mm-hmm. try to to get it uh, I am not into uh, you know something too abstract or too dark mm-hmm. uh, subject matters uh, because okay uh, like social commentaries or political activism or what or, or whatnot for me oh, it's nice to look at in a gallery but it's not something mm-hmm. that I would like to collect 
on my like wall. Like to keep, okay. Like to keep because I think painting is there to uplift your mood. Mm, that so I really agree with that. <laughs> it, yeah. So if you put such a dark subject matter on on somewhere where you uh, go and see every day, it mm. will uh, kind of. Ruined the, the day for me. So okay, happy art. Yeah, I understand. Happy, <laughs> happy art. Yeah. Color, color. Instead, lift your mood. Yeah. Yes. Uh, something that really attract me. You know. So mm. th- those kind of thing. But I do admire those uh, artworks in a in a gallery setting, not in my yeah, not in my wall on my wall. So just for the experience of viewing it in a gallery or museum setting, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yes. So mm-hmm. some art pieces. Yeah. Like that. So so, what guide my purchase is more of that. Like what, which art can uplift my mood? Which art can can excite my thoughts? You okay. know, like my day. Yeah. So yeah. Of course, the price <laughs> and everything. Those those are, you know, those are rule of thumb, isn't it? If <laughs> uh, yeah. Picasso sells his artwork for ten thousand ringgit, I'm sure everybody will go and snatch it still. True, true that. Then. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm not at that that uh, place yet in my art collection mm-hmm. journey. I'm quite early in my journey. That's, actually, that's okay. Yeah, yeah. That's... Yeah, I think I think uh, the process. It's you know it's 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 a process for everyone. I guess. so yeah, for me true. at the moment like artists themselves uh, Malaysian artists or whatever because I don't buy for investment I, I don't buy to sell mm-hmm. yeah I just I just buy to admire yeah for the sake yeah. of um, keeping it and admiring and uh, preserving correct. I guess uh, the memories um, or your connection with the artwork right correct yeah. we want to be reminded by by like you know like that particular day that we were so happy or whatever. So, so I, I like to be there. Yeah. Know, that, that, that for me is what art is at the moment. It's like, you know, it, sometimes it can, it can bring me to that place. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you don't even know that place existed in your memory still. And then you have mm-hmm. a look at it. And then it's just yeah. like, wow, it brought me back. Thank you, Mr. Apram. And speaking of that, a few months ago, Wailing Galleries hosted an exhibition called 100 Pieces, Art for All. This exhibition featured a selection of over 100 artworks from local and international artists priced below 10K. So Mr. Akram came to this exhibition and actually collected um, a work from us. And as he mentioned earlier, this particular work brought up a certain memory of his that was very important that he decided to collect this work. So Mr. Akram, would you like to start sharing about this experience? I know. It, it, <laughs> I think you yourself find that interesting, isn't it? I think. Yeah, it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I can, I can see the the genuine excitement in your eyes when you were telling <laughs> that story. I don't know, or else you're a very good, uh, you're a very good art seller. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's, it really is very relatable. I mean, it's uh, very, it's, yeah. it's a simple piece. It's a very simple piece, but it's something that uh, if you grow up in a kampong, mm-hmm. uh, Malay, uh, or in a kampong where you go to mosques or sura, madrasa, mm-hmm. when you're young. Yeah. So this thing really connect to you. Like this is something that happened on a daily basis those days. You know, like, like you go out, especially like 
during Ramadan. So if you go to the to the to the mosque to pray, when you get out of the mosque, uh, you always find your flip flop missing. So for the artist to yep. capture that, unfortunately, again, <laughs> yes, unfortunately, and for the artist to capture that in 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 such a, a quirky way, mm-hmm. and you know, I think it's something worth collecting. And yeah. he did. Le- he did leave some, you know, uh, little messages that, that kind of bring a little bit more uh, sense to the story. Like mm-hmm. uh, he he wrote it in in Malay, of course. Like siapa curi dia berdosa. So those are the yeah. the kind of words that you haven't said. I think in my case, for mm-hmm. I don't know thirty forty years. Yeah. So you kind of. For me, it's like wow! I've forgotten about that uh, words that I used to say, but but then it brought back that memory. It just reminded me back to those days. So that's why I, I took it. You know, I think uh-huh. that's uh, an interesting uh, art piece. People say it's simple, whatnot. But I think there's a lot of work and a lot of thought going into it. Mm. You know, that's true. Uh, and the fact that it's also made. Um... From makes tapioca. out of tapioca um, yeah. so yeah there's a lot there's of a lot of research and development yeah. behind yeah. that yeah that's true oh it's thank just... you for sharing about that that's yes. um, it's interesting how that relates so much to you and how it did fit to your context of uh, you know growing up um, in a kampong and uh, really experiencing what the artist was was also experiencing so yeah there's a common thread there that's that's really strong i think so yes mm-hmm. it's true it's true i i i, I yeah, i'm a sucker for those kind of artworks yeah. bring, back, bring me back to those places we're on the stuff, same so. same page yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're on the same page. Yeah, yeah. that's so true thank you so much mr akram we had a very fruitful conversation with you and it's really exciting to learn about how you first got into collecting your criteria in collecting and even about this particular artwork that you collected recently and to wrap this up i have one more question to ask so as a collector what do you hope to see more especially from the malaysian art scene oh good question what do i hope to see more Actually, I th- I think our art scene is getting better uh, yeah. these days. But I think maybe some of the creativity uh, is being uh, suppressed by economic reason. Uh, so of course, I would like to see a little bit more creativity in in their thought process, mm-hmm. uh, how they tell the story. Mm. of the uh, of the arts you know but i think we are almost there because i do when i go to europe i also go to the uh, galleries and stuff and the uh, technical know-how and stuff is is almost about the same level you know mm-hmm. so if, for me to see more is to see uh, to i think for artists to not be afraid just to paint beautiful things i think i find uh, when i go to a lot of the galleries that that artists uh, like to just be shocking i guess maybe it's the movement maybe i'm old but uh, that's how i feel it, it's almost <laughs> like 
uh, these days you're listening to I don't know Lady Gaga or Ariana Ariana Grande or whatever it's a little bit too loud too young so, <laughs> too young too loud. so so you you I think art is the same as music or movie or television program so so the older you get the more you are like oh why can't you just be like those days that mm-hmm. <laughs> how you were <laughs> But okay. for me, if you ask me personally, that, that will be my feeling. People would say, ah, oh, you're just old. Yes, I agree with you on the idea that art shouldn't just be about capturing beautiful things. And it was also interesting to hear your preference that you would rather go for an artwork that evokes a certain simplicity rather than, as you said, being loud. But I guess the point is, we all have differences in choosing our artwork. And like Mr. Akram, I think that when collecting a piece of art, we should definitely listen to our own hearts. So for those of you who would like to start collecting, I hope this advice helps. And that, ladies and gentlemen, was the end of our wonderful dialogue with our special guest today. Thank you so much, Mr. Akram, for um, chatting with me today. You're very welcome, Amanda. It's really nice to hear your voice. Okay, <laughs> see you at the gallery, Mr. Akram. Yeah, I hope to see you soon at the gallery if they are open again, hopefully. Yes, we are open yeah. by appointment now. Okay, you take care. <laughs> All right, okay, take care. Thank you for listening to our podcast. On our next episodes, we will be sharing more topics related to art and collecting. So be sure to follow us to find out more. See you.